Hey there. Thank you so much for tuning into the Gold Pill Podcast. My name is Meredith, and I'm here with my beautiful, wonderful, gifted, talented, amazing co-host, Amy. Hi, Amy. How are you? Hello, Meredith. I am great today. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm pretty chill, as we discussed before the podcast. Um, Yeah, we've kind of reversed roles today. I'm a little more hyped, and you're a little more chill. It's a manic Monday or something. Just another manic Monday. I know I like, I, I normally drink a little bit more caffeine too, but I'm kind of trying to like trim down that. I think, um, that have you ever looked into Ayurveda at all or any Ayurveda stuff? Um, no, go ahead. It's pretty interesting. It's like a way of understanding your body and the elements the idea that kind of everything is energy that shows up really prominently in a lot of Eastern medicine fields, like traditional Chinese medicine or Ayurveda and certain things get like kind of clumped into elements, uh, properties, right? So mm-hmm. there's three different doshas. Sorry if this is lame. I just, you know, but I love talking about Ayurveda and just everything, whatever. Yeah. So Um, there's three different doshas and I'll, I might even include like in the like show notes, a little quiz where you can find out like what your dominant dosha is, but there's three different doshas. There's Vata, which is like air and ether. So you can tell what my dominant dosha is both, both (laughs) in body and in mind, because you can have different doshas for body and mind. And then Pitta is warm water or is water and fire. Uh, And then I think, let's see, Kapha is water and earth. Yeah, so there's Vata, Pitta, and Kapha. So there's air and ether, and then there's fire and water, and then water and earth. So people who are like more air and ether talk like me. They have a lot of things to say. They're very like quick on their feet, very change oriented, thin, like, like, you know, little brittle bones, that kind of thing. Like, brittle. Yes. People who are Pitta are like are more Pitta dominant in their Ayurveda. They're more like um, more fiery, more competitive. Like some of the physical like uh, manifestations of that can be like sometimes rashes or like inflammation, especially in the gut and stuff like that. And then Kapha people are more prone to water attention and they're more lethargic and more slow naturally. So i been to an Ayurveda practitioner out here. And so when I'm in a good space, apparently I'm way more kapha where I'm way more grounded and I'm way more chill. Like that's how, you know, apparently that I'm in a right spot, but when I'm like, which is like how I normally am, it's like, that's how, you know, that I'm a little bit like off kilter, apparently, according to Ayurveda though, I don't know, for me, it feels good to be passionate about like a lot of multi-passionate so I don't know but I just think it's an interesting concept and yeah you guys should look it up <laughs> sorry to bring that yeah in. that's really random <laughs> no I love that it's really interesting I think I'm a little bit of both because it's definitely I have a real watery lethargic uh slow side to me but then it's like there's definitely a real side to me that it gets a fire in my belly I and I just want to go take on the goddamn world so yes girl 
Yeah, you totally strike me as like as Pitakafa. It's interesting to like to look at that with um with human design too, because if you look at my human design, you would know that I'm a fucking feather getting blown one way and the other by the wind, unless I'm like really grounded. <laughs> um, and for you, it's like the manifesting generator thing of like, you know, I don't know, just like doing one of the hallmarks of a manifesting generator is doing way more than people think that you should be able to do or something it's like oh my god how are you doing so much girl that's it's I feel like so I ask funny. you that all the time too like with everything that you have going on with prima donnas montauk with take the gold like all of the instagram yeah stuff prima donna. it's really funny I used <laughs> to really like think I was a lazy person but I've never I'm only lazy when it comes to stuff I don't want to do and it just right. turned out I was doing tons of stuff I didn't want to do so yeah going back to when I was a kid though I was always busy and like doing art, art projects and like doing mm -hmm. theater and singing and dancing and so I just think about how yeah it's very similar to that it's not that but it's very similar to that where I'm just doing things I enjoy and with people who I really enjoy doing them with and Aww. it's also like really you Sorry. know you just like I know but it's true and you get to meet <laughs> so many cool people you all this is like the play bingo with the gold pill and where Amy talks <laughs> about how much she enjoys the all the neat people she gets to meet Yay. from the gold pill but it's so cool it's like this starship I can't stress it enough and yes we are shepherding a incredible. starship and a vibe um that's yeah that's interesting I I think about that too how like when I was a kid how I would spend a lot of time like reading or like you know honestly like there was a lot of time that I just spent by myself outside I mean, and now what the fuck do I do? I spend all this time by myself reading and going outside. I mean, it's not like I'm, I have like a close friend who lives up here, like in the mountains with me. And so that's been really nice. But the hermit life is definitely, definitely a life for me, girl. Um, Yeah, but I don't know. I've just, I was just thinking about all of those projects that you have going on and how cool that is and I was wondering if you wanted to like talk about any of them like talk sure. about like I don't know just uh to you know bring some of your other projects into this and kind of like just share how's it going yeah um let's see I have two other projects that I'm working on uh there's the prima donnas of the gutter which probably some of you have heard of when that's with Nish so wonderful and fabulous <laughs> Nish yeah and it's really neat because it sort of just started as this way for us to talk about the things that we're seeing in pop culture. And then it sort of has revealed itself that it's all these celebrities that we're really into. We knew they were portals, but now we're really able to dig in. And when we have everyone else kind of looking at it, it's wild. It's also wild um, running the Instagram for that, seeing what a beacon these celebrities are. Um right. Totally. Kim Kardashian, if I post something semi-controversial about her, it will go viral for like months and it will wow. accumulate. And I'm not like, I have posts that have like two or three likes. So I'm not like, you know, mm -hmm. saying anything like that. It's just like this. So just to demonstrate how absolutely obscene the amount of attention Kim Kardashian can garner is. And now 
with a whole Kanye thing going on, we've been we've had oh. our eye on him for a while just by chance, and then he <laughs> has turned out to be a real portal into like the whole macrocosm of everything financial banking free speech like religion oh. he and then it's also i've noticed um i won't go into details on this uh show right here but <laughs> i sent you a tiktok oh earlier <laughs> where like someone went off on another level publicly about he the the language being used to describe this was like very accurate um so so startlingly accurate i will not use it on the show because we <laughs> love presenting you know and so we don't want to get banned and right. um you know uh that um okay so there's prima donnas and we'll i'm sure we'll have a lot to say about kanye and then definitely talk about that kanye versus the jays we can talk about that on patreon love that love <laughs> that so everyone who wants still. to hear all the <laughs> yeah all that it's there um and then the other show that well it's not really it's a show sort of just like art project it's more of like a vibe it's sort of like gold pill but it's still forming mm -hmm. it's you know it's still forming mm -hmm. it's the montauk effect um it's also on instagram and it's mm -hmm. me and my friend andy and we basically create like an aftercare manual sort of vibe for the afterlife and what happens after you sort of wake up and realize it's you're in a different place than you thought you were in sort of the grief process. And mm. recently we've been able to sort of discover how uh, relatable this subject matter is to sobriety and how <gasps> you, the waking up process and like the admitting one has a problem and all that stuff is all wow. very related. And so we're going to be exploring that a lot. And so, but right now it's basically just like a comfortable place for people to kind of wild out and just, yeah, it's really cool. What's going on there? I don't know. That is just deep girl. You know, I worked the yeah. steps before um, mm -hmm. in a more codependency oriented program. And so mm -hmm. I can definitely attest to that. It, it's like the stages of grief, right? And the 12 steps like merged into one where like, yeah, nothing like waking up in a dream. Yeah. You know, it's like, Never. don't wake a sleepwalker. And that's a real, real thing. Yeah. Um, But the sleepwalker, when they wake up, they eventually, if they wake themselves up, they're okay. It's, you know, mm -hmm. waking up is like kind of a cliche term and there's lots of different ways that it can be taken that's true I, I think some yeah. people confuse waking up politically to waking mm -hmm. up not Which that, I or that can mean something that can mean something to someone I'm not saying it's just not what I immediately think of when I think of waking up you know no I think it's I, I don't want to go so far as to claim it's the false waking up because there is the political wake up that's, call that's is real. a real is real um but it's kind of a, a a trap in that it can it really the political system not even the people involved really enjoys keeping people in that game exactly and, it, and so it's really hard to sort of transcend it if that's the only paradigm with which you view the wake up process um <clears throat> spiritually waking up to me is 
the kind of end all be all because if you can wake up spiritually that's kind of the center rosetta stone of you can kind of figure out a lot of things from that center position and you can cut if you have it correctly kind of aligned and um i think the spiritual wake up is probably the most important because um additionally it cultivates and requires honesty honesty with yourself and that is and an authenticity and these are all things that will benefit you and benefit everyone around you and in the most mm-hmm. unnoticeable ways every everyone in the entire world it will never yeah. come back to you how obvious it is but when you improve yourself the rest of the world right. improves totally i agree and it's like not to go all Kabbalistic, but I do feel that when you take in more light or say like something happens, like a trauma, like a lot of people wake up spiritually after a trauma. Um, a lot of people wake up spiritually after something happens in their lives that like test them, you know, so something like shakes loose in people. And then it's like they can hold more light in their body or something like that. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, you do cast a bigger shadow. And there is that like having to maybe like confront some of those inner demons, right? Like that's a big part of the process of waking up is like removing like the layers of like shame and unlovability and even on like a personal level, you know, I mean, yeah, like waking, like, yeah, I could, I should, I want to tell you, girl, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but yeah, but, the, but the, and I want to come back to Kanye because I have not forgotten. We will not forget. <laughs> we will not forget. I love him. I'm sorry. I know that that's like not cool to say right now or something, but we're going to burn on the stake for that girl, but that's okay. It's worth <laughs> it. He's like the leader of a movement. I go on, but we'll, we'll come talk back about but, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just want to say that I live in a in a town in the Appalachian Mountains where I would say that like we're on a secondary ley line like Asheville is on like a main ley line but we are on like a secondary like if you look at like all of the gridding above the earth like we're on we're on something you know and it's definitely very there's a lot of like vortices and it's just there's a lot going on in my opinion spiritually and recently I've noticed that the veil is like extremely thin to the point where like I have had okay so this sounds crazy but I don't really care it's like (laughs) imagine like so I'm driving at night right and I've done a lot of natural vision corrections so these glasses are like exactly right for me right now and I usually I can see fine at night so it's not my vision but I'll stop like at the crosswalk because I'll see somebody walking but it will be like it will definitely be somebody but not in this dimension it'll be like a ghost you know and so I'll literally like stop at these crosswalks on these dark streets for like ghosts out here and so for all of the like energetically sensitive people out there I just want you to know that I feel your pain and that the veil is very thin right now and that it's weird out here you know so I just wanted to share that there's been this 
really strange phenomenon I've seen independently in my life. And then mm-hmm. I've also seen it play out online. And so it's yeah. in that way that it overlaps, but there's no way that it could knowingly overlap. Right. And that is where people are experiencing duplicates of items that there's literally only one of and in ways that it is <laughs> identical to the other item. Yeah. And like items that are um significant and they have meaning. And so these people know in the in the stories they're going, yeah, well I know it's only this one thing because this line was here because this thing happened and like it's very detailed as to why they know. Right. And um it's you like know, overt. I'm open to the fact that everyone's independently go ahead. Oh, I'm just saying it's overt, like overtly different. Yes, yes. Okay. There it's uh it's very much there's two items and somehow they have multiplied from one to two. Oh and I don't know um what's okay. going on there. Yeah. And I'm not even I'm not even suggesting that is real, but I am saying two people who I more than two, mm-hmm. but one who I know and another example of people online. And the one where I know it happened months before the people yeah. online. So it wasn't like he was influenced by that. And um, yeah. He, yeah. And he's not even, he was kind of like, I think about this time last year, he was like, Amy, this really weird thing happened because his brother passed in the whole thing. Sure. But it was all very meaningful and very significant. And he knew it was just this one thing. And he goes, it showed up. And I know only had one. And then it's, so I've been noticing oh, that. that's interesting people and I don't know if again I don't know if it's true or if people are just like not misremembering collectively I don't but it's yeah who cares at this point like what do you if you had to like you know armchair philosophize around like what that is what would you say that that is (laughs) oh man I would say it's one of two things one is either somehow like subconsciously and quietly they are manifesting this material it's i don't know how okay, i don't know sure, but somehow funny. or i think the world is like bifurcating and this is a way that the world's manifests that honestly like the splitting of the the splitting mm-hmm. of the earth is something that is prophesied in anthroposophy with rudolf steiner so mm-hmm. i mean that's and honestly, it's so weird to listen to, I mean, cause you know that I'm like a prophecy nerd and like two of my favorites, obviously, I, I feel like if you listen to the gold pill, even just for like more than a few episodes, you start to realize like, okay, human design and Rudolf Steiner are like Meredith's favorite things ever. But, um, you know, in the 2027 prophecy that Ra Uruhu, the human design creator, discusses he talks about like a a return to eden and simultaneously like an overgrowth of the most like selfish traits possible right so i'm like how can both of those things be true but then i ask that and it's like my spirit is like just wait you know just wait not just wait two more weeks but like just wait as in like this information will be revealed to you in the right time (gasps) can I read you a bible verse I know that's please no go so (laughs) so it's Ecclesiastes 311 and I got onto this I made a YouTube video about this because I was so like oh my god I might have botched that okay cool so 
It's Ecclesiastes 3.11. And it's, he has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. And I guess he is referring to God, you know, and we can like, you know, just like conversationally masturbate about what God is and whatever. But uh, so he has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. And that's something that comes to mind uh, with, with that is that like, you can't know the unknowable until you can you know yeah um (laughs) that reminds me of initiation sort of and then not knowing it till you can know it and then it also god that's i i see that manifesting on earth i don't think eden is a thing outside though i think eden is it's both non-local and it's also very much a part of you and it's very much i think contingent upon honesty with yourself that you find this place because as most people on this path will come to find or have already found the more you cannot judge yourself and in doing that also live by your own right moral code the more you can really kind of relinquish the judgment of other people and um there's it's that's not to say don't discern good from good character from bad character i want this person in my life or not but as far as what they have done and you know you there's an absolution Mm -hmm. and an understanding that people are sort of just the consequences of behavior that they have no control over and there's a real um self-responsibility piece to that because you have to be responsible for healing yourself but yeah I'm always about like understanding but not excusing and so as long as we can yeah I feel living without judgment is really part of Eden that's that's after great judgment though yeah yeah like I don't know. It's like wanting the, like, okay. Like I want the best for everyone truly in my heart, but I don't want, like, I think I want like 99.99% of people like not to be in my energy field (laughs) at the same time. It's kind of funny. And so I have a question, another question for you. Cause now I'm like, now we're talking about Eden and I'm getting all like loosey goosey juicy in my mind and I'm like "Mm, you know what else do you think is a trait of Eden like because for me I think of that as a very gold pill concept is the inner garden or like the inner wellspring you know where like connect to source or like prime source you know yeah I think I think it's realizing the individual meeting the collective. So you are able to be the personality and the individual that you are supposed to be. And that fits in harmony with the collective, but also Mm. just to kind of counter off of what you said, I don't know much about the Mormon religion, but what I do know is that part of their heaven is their own planet and I think that's kind of what 
they're keying in on when we talk about their Eden is this idea that I have my Eden and then no mother effers are near my Eden except for the people in my Eden. And then, yeah, yeah. And I really do think we had that here, the possibility physically, but then um, uh, dense population spaces make that very difficult because people's ideas and people's you know ways of life don't always agree and I don't think everyone uh is maybe at a place to dislike each other without taking physical action quite yet so you know it's pretty funny like to look at the discrepancy in evolution and like the discrepancy in people because like I don't know like some people okay like you know I'll go ahead and name names I'm going to drop some names like my friends Don and Asher come to mind and Sierra like mm-hmm. just cream of the crop like human beings like truly like uh you know exceptional and like bring so much value into this world and like have such like treasures you know and then I think of like there's so many other people also that like have like have they don't know how to do anything for themselves and they're not interested in learning. And there's a, there's, I mean, I hate to like be the person that like labels something narcissism because I think that like, that's also can be like used as a cop out, like for taking personal responsibility too. But like, there are just like more narcissists. I feel like objectively, or like I see less, empathy like on a wider scale outside of my own life because my life is full it seems like of empathy and like people who have compassion for me that I can have compassion for them and we can relate to each other and do things for one another like it just seems like there's things that there's just a lot of difference like a lot of differentiation and it's kind of like that bifurcation concept where we recognize that like maybe there's more than one type of human out there you know and there's definitely (laughs) lots of different kinds of people out there and there's definitely different lots of motivations for people I think that yeah yeah, I think what you're talking about is definitely gonna take place this bifurcation and I think while you can't ignore that there is a physical reality to the world where you need to have things to live and those things yeah well right 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 but currently under the the current paradigm we've been told that and (laughs) there is just the reality of that so we have to have this currency but it's increasingly becoming more obvious that the real currency is switching and yeah the old way is changing and um this is really funny because I I, I love seeing it manifest this way in Instagram and TikTok. Instagram is a very millennial curated way of living life. And it's kind of annoying and very old world. Whereas like <laughs> TikTok is very much just show me what you're doing. Tell me how your farts smell. Like right. really gross, really gritty stuff. Yeah. And we're, we're just at different levels. And <laughs> that's all I'm trying to say is we're just different ways of appreciating the world. These different yeah. viewpoints. And that's the bifurcation right there is 
people that can learn to be more at home and their gritty selves are going to succeed in this new world. Whereas if you are really trying to keep up with the Joneses and maintain good luck, the Joneses are genetically engineered oh at this God. point. Okay. Yeah. Like get real. God <laughs> damn. That is some, that is funny. The Joneses are genetically engineered at this point. God, I wish that we could label the episode that we sure can. <laughs> but yeah it's wild no that's true you know I I have like this person flashing through my mind who has a lot of like physical obligations and has like a physical business and I'm thinking to myself I mean everyone is gonna be fine you know and that's like what I have to remember like within like the way that the economy is kind of flexing and you know, it's like, I think that right now, more than ever, like we have to tap into our magic. Like I, I was looking at the astrology for 2022, right? And this is where my head is at. And this is why magic is actually like extremely practical. And I just want to like, say that when I when I personally say magic, I mean, using my intention and my energy and my my scent to like bring about some type of change in my life and like also there's like a co-creation process with whatever I perceive God to be so we don't have to look at magic as like a dirty word I just think that for a long time I thought that right but so I'm looking at the astrology of 2022 and 2023 and 2024 and I'm like "Mm, you know And I'm like, and I just naturally started to deepen in my craft, like, and in my personal practice. And I'm like, I'm so grateful that I discovered that because I am in a novelty career in a time where people are putting like their, you know, they're putting their, like, you know, their dollars more like toward other things. Right. And or like saving them, right? So there are, but I have been fine. And beyond that, I have been like, beyond fine. Because I think I'm like working that muscle. And I really feel that that's where like, if you have the ability to like, you know, light a candle, make an intention, let it be an in breath, let it be an out breath. Like, you know, I, I just implore you to like, use what use what God gave you, you know, to create in your world. This is like your you can imagine that it's like your fucking easel and you can just paint, you know, and it's like God's painting through you, but you know, you're painting. And like, you know, what do you want to make of this of these experiences? And I think also a lot of the financial hardship that's really like intentionally befallen a lot of people in this country is like yeah it's just it's really really unfortunate and it's very much like could have been avoided in my opinion and so I do believe that there's still opportunity and use your magic you know use your ritual use like what you have as a human being to like Cause that's really like where the magic is. It's so funny how like people talk about being from other planets and I'm not discounting that because I'm probably from another planet, but like, 
there is something so magical about human emotion, human thought, like, and I think that that's something that we forget. We forget what the original human was like very quickly because we have been so amnesic, but just want to say that like human beings are fucking magical. And the whole reason that like, you know, these billionaires are spending all of this money to manage your thoughts and manage your mind and now managing your dreams, right? Like is because of the power that you have to create in your, in your world, you know? And it's just like, I think that like Jesus would want that for you, you know, if that's a concern of yours. Yeah. It be as someone who has maybe been to church three times in my entire life, it does become more apparent every day, like what Jesus would want. And it's like, Jesus would not be interested in a lot of the things going on right now. Let's just like put it out there that way. I'm not going to get into specifics, but there's a lot of Jesus-y vibes happening right now. I will just put that out there. There's a lot of yeah. resurrection vibes. There's a lot of rebe rebellion, you know, vibes. There is all sorts of stuff going on. So I guess without further ado, let's well, yeah, get into like, the, the GD economy. Oh, well, I want to talk about, you brought, well, we brought up Jesus and I want to talk about Kanye and yeah. Well, that was my, that was my Jesus-y and... <laughs> contribution. Oh. Well, because it's like, again, I've been to church a total of like three times, but I do think a tenant of what jesus did and why he kind of like got in trouble was because of like he sort of rebelled and like yeah. went against the current state of affairs and uh yeah mm -hmm. i feel like i'm not saying kanye is any way like living or walking in those steps but i yeah. am saying that there is a real rebellion vibe going on that is interesting and his I will leave it with just the well, bankers. You know who else rebelled? Ooh. <laughs> Lucifer. <laughs> I got a major, oh, right. like, I mean, I'm not saying. Well, oh, so, yeah. They're... No, no, no. There are people that believe that, like, Jesus is Lucifer, you know, and like an Anki and that that's all kind of like a similar stream. I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily one of those people, but like. I think that there's a really interesting thing happening with Kanye and I don't, I see it more like, all right, Kanye is a Gemini. Like, so he's very much like, he's playing both sides. Like he's not like, it's, I think that he is a genius and a fucking prophet. And I have the most respect for Kanye and his artistry, but, and I've seen his astrology and I know that like it is very much like he's an embodiment just like Trump is of like the like black and the white square kind of in one where you don't really know like what you're gonna get like one day and then the other you know and then also he's a okay mm-hmm I'm just gonna say that aside the the one piece that I find most interesting about Kanye is something that's kind of lesser known because it's in a lot of his more like deep interviews and that is that his whole deal with a lot of this is that his voice in his words the black voice and my yeah. in my words the voice yeah of the natural voice has been mm. sort of bottlenecked 
in his opinion and that you can find out why he thinks that and so i find it interesting whether or not you agree or disagree that that pattern of him being him calling out the bottleneck him calling out the middleman him calling yeah. out like the hierophant you know what i'm saying yes. the middle guy that's what i like is that he's like you don't need a middle guy between me mm-hmm. and the and the big guy upstairs whatever like that totally. is the, that that thing is for the people as i think what his and that's that's the bigger <laughs> thing that i so i'm not like i'm not caught up in the jays and like that is so noise to me and ways to really drown out his message i think his message is one of like very much the, mo- the modern message which is oh girl we'll talk about the jays on the patreon oh no i yeah i'm, I'm just saying, saying like the, no i know oh wait right 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 i'm, I'm just saying like this. i know how controversial that is and i just really want it to be like very clear that i think he wants to me this is a clear example of a pattern mm-hmm. of someone once again saying there does not need to be a middleman between you and god that's right. and that's basically how i interpret this okay anyways but that's um kind of I, what jesus like you were saying like that's what jesus's whole thing i think was like yeah in, <laughs> in like actuality two, though yeah. it was like but that's not like what the kind of age of pisces like the whole church the higher the hierophant like you said you mean the middleman yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not what yeah. the church said but i think that's what like jesus is like you know i've had a couple of experiences uh with with jesus i think or like with what okay so there's this is just this is this sounds so ridiculous but there's blue jesus and then there's cream jesus like creamy jesus and it's not a skin tone thing it's like a what kind of light do they have coming off of them oh interesting so there's blue light jesus and then there's like gold creamy light jesus yeah yeah i right? see what you're saying and yeah it's a totally different frequency and the messaging cuz i'm like a I'm wide open girl. I'm like out here seeing all this shit. So I'm just like, you know, when I encounter something like, you know, a lady in my town witnessing to me, then I told her about the cream Jesus and the blue Jesus. (laughs) She was like, (laughs) I've never, she was like, I'm never going to enter into conversation with this girl again. Bless it. Oh my God. Job done. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I know, but like, but I think that the, the cream Jesus that I saw I even like feel like calling that Jesus like Yeshua or something like that, right? That's like um it's like very much save yourself, like turn on the inner, like, you know, turn up the inner wellspring. It's like it's like clear your energy and like purify yourself so that you can Sacred like Sacred Heart Jesus. Yes. And that's I think like and there is also this thing that I've noticed with like I think it's really funny and I've always thought it was really funny when Christians would say like being washed in the blood of the lamb like it's it's always made me historically very uncomfortable to hear like because to me that's very like that's a that's a ritual you know yeah about it on like you know a third dimensional level but what I do think is interesting is that recently I've been digging more into like uh, Rudolf Steiner's theory of like the etherization of the blood and like the transfiguration through 
the heart mm-hmm. through the blood and that process and just kind of like because I can start to I can starting to physically feel what that is or whatever mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in my body so I've been looking into it and I'm recognizing that when people you know call on the blood of Jesus even though it sounds weird it's that it's it's just a symbol for that transfigurate transfigurization of the blood and the magical component within the blood that heals everything like so yeah yeah I I love I love me some Jesus and I'm sure there's people that are like listening that are hardcore Christians probably not if you're a hardcore Christian (laughs) listening to this but there are probably people here who are like massively offended by the things that you or I or both of us have just said and really I really hope that well I just think because I'm sort of when I imagine Jesus it's not really in the context of the Bible he's more of like a character a person but that exists in this way that's like in the hearts of people but I think he exists better kind of outside of the bible and that's not because the bible isn't great the bible is really 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 great but it's just I think there's like the effect of Jesus is outside of the bible it's in the bible but it's also outside of the bible and I think that you can know the spirit of Jesus and know the spirit of Mary or whatever the holy spirit and and not not like, be like any... a religious person yeah what? I totally agree I totally agree with that well I mean like really like we are humans right so we have to anthropomorphize things and give things like mythological meaning right but yeah you know, and but this could be like a type of stream of consciousness to occupy known as jesus you know like it could be like Mm -hmm. that if you get like far enough out into like an like kind of like that like objective like heady quantum space like there could just be Mm -hmm. a stream of consciousness and that stream that's like Uh, absolutely honest within oneself like accountable responsible but like loving giving service to others right that could be like the stream of consciousness that is jesus you know that's what i'm saying like i it's just yeah yeah it's like i don't know what i can't know yet like we were saying you know so right but i think there's a lot more going on with that concept than even i now than i could realize that like i'm it's an unfolding and i actually like i put some tea out on my altar for like you know sometimes like my grandmother and a couple of other like entities that I actually trust. Right. And so the other Uh day I actually did put a cup out for, I did put a cup out for Jesus the other night. That's very nice. Yeah. It's kind Um, of a weird admission, but yeah. It's, it's neat when you talk about the qualities to be like on the stream of Jesus consciousness. And then I, also those make me think those are the same qualities for like a really mad master manifester yeah or someone who's like a really master magician and that would be that um you are so in harmony with yourself that the magic and the 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 process of your thoughts and feelings and actions are so in sync that you are just like a natural born manifester in the way that it's just it's that's how it's supposed to be um 
it is really funny. It's not really funny, but it's interesting when people first start getting into it. Some of the things that convince earlier magicians of the of the magic of the universe are like I've seen uh, people put sigils out there, and it's like the, it was for an orange ball, and the orange ball just kind of manifested through the internet, like in these different peoples. They and so I didn't do it because yeah. I that just wasn't what I wanted to put my energy into, but I did hear right. about it, and um. Mm-hmm. it was it's just funny because you have to it's it's just a real demonstration of like, it was a different kind of ball or it was this or it was a basketball or it was like a, it was a, a dog's ball and so there was no consistency and so the way that you get consistency in your results is through that um integrity it's through that in- integration and so yeah very because i think like nothing is more like terrifying than an unbalanced like magical person practitioner Like, um, you know, I have been on the receiving end of a lot of um, dark magic. And actually, that's like how I got deeper into like, um, just stuff like I was having a lot of like, bombardments and like, I mean, I was hexed, I had like a servitor put in my body, like there was just a lot of fucking like, stuff that happened where I really felt like I was being like personally attacked by the universe. And I was just like, so to navigate that. And then also like some of the other sort of psychic violation stuff, because like spiritual trauma is like that weird, weird itch that most people like can't even see to scratch. Like, and so, yeah. And I'm just, you know, I'm just being real. I think that like, that that is like having an awareness of that and then also yeah going through that I think that was the process that drove me deeper into you know making sure that I'm well-rounded where I think before that I was very much practicing just a lot of like new age stuff not that you know I mean there's something in everything for everybody but for me, I think that like I had to go out of new age and into some of the deeper like esoteric teachings to find like real, like solid ground, you know, looking into hermeticism and like the Rosicrucian mysteries and anthroposophy and like looking back a little bit further into Western teachings, admittedly, that feels and mm, that brings up another topic of like practicing what is culturally appropriate as much as I really like think that people should incorporate into their practices whatever like the fuck they want to I didn't find like the peace harmony and also like you were talking about results out of my practice until I Mm -hmm. started delving deeper into like western esotericism rather than eastern you know because eastern is really you know, pushed out here in the field. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I love like, you know, some of the Eastern traditions, but I just wanted to share that. The, you know. the, the, the funny part about the Eastern traditions over here to me is I think the best example of that, of what I'm talking about here is the yoga where it's a yoga mm-hmm. is a practice over in the East, from what I understand to create union with your body. Yeah. And over here it is practiced, I guess, <laughs> to like lose some weight maybe, or like, right. get, and that's, there's nothing, these, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think in the, in the process 
some people maybe got lost in the sauce about what the actual purpose of of it was so we have a bunch Mm -hmm. of people in lululemon just like chilling and you know doing whatever again that's fine but you know it's maybe not what we was an intention of the the person who created it you know what the actual intention of the person who created yoga was from what i heard tell me it's to stop it's it's the same reason graham crackers were invented it's to stop masturbation with the self it's oh that to... makes sense yeah because mm-hmm. that's one of the tenets of the eight limbs of yoga is brahmacharya which means like celibacy so there is that mm-hmm. component to like the real practice of yoga there's like the eight limbs of yoga and like there's tenants to live by and i think that um that yeah like I mean westerners gonna like the the west is gonna west right where like people really value like the physical monetary Mm -hmm. material expression of Mm -hmm. life and whatever but honestly I feel like for a lot of those people like it does what it needs to like there's something that happens when and I don't think that like doing yoga in a loud ass room like with beer or something like sounds like a good time but gosh like there's something about that process for me that is so I mean I do a yoga practice of some form every single day I mean I don't know like it's it helps me like to get into my body and to feel like safe in my nervous system and um yeah so it's interesting like I just like I also think, though, that within the Eastern traditions and like some of the way that that's been kind of spun by people like Eckhart Troll mm-hmm. or whatever, I love it. is and like Sadhguru and like Muji, and there's all these kind of like teachers that kind of profit on like the Western, like, be- and I, when I say Western, I just mean American, like the American people are very disconnected from spiritual, like deep spiritual roots, in my opinion. Like, I don't well, think- Well, it makes sense because we're so materialistic. And, and so- also it's like a melting pot and there's been a lot of emphasis on that. So people don't really know where their lands are or where they come from or like what their traditional practices are, you know? So like, it's just kind of right. like- everybody's got just like a Ganesh in their house and is like, you know, hoping for the best. Mm -hmm. I don't. So, but I think that like, uh, you know, a lot of the Eastern traditions are kind of like become nothing, become nobody like go. It's all an illusion. It's all Maya, like, fuck it. You know, it's like, that. that's what I get from some Eastern esotericism, even like, old eastern esotericism is that it's all maya nothing matters like there is no evil there is no good there is no evil there is not only nothing you know it's like i don't know right um the eastern stuff is interesting because it it does have the focus on nothing and then i remember reading a a western magician giving advice on meditation to people in the West. And he said that you should never meditate on nothing. You should always have something you're meditating on. So in the West, Mm. um, in effect, in the, in, I'm not sure what his tradition was, but um, it was definitely 
a Western magical tradition. Right. Uh, it's more of a focus on you want your mind to be kind of responding to something, whereas there it's about quieting the mind. Or that's mm-hmm. in my very basic understanding what it is. And yeah, um, I prefer to meditate on things. I prefer to have okay. something that I'm, but there's also t- times when I really just need to relax and not think about things. And so it's, yeah. they're both great, uh, you know, uh, traditions to employ. Yeah, definitely. I think I like to have a mixture of both where like the times in my life where I am the most well are the times where I am sitting in complete and total utter silence in the morning and in the evening for like Mm. 30 minutes like that's but I also love visualizing and have like you know so it's there's yeah so I definitely occupy both but one one discrepancy that I have found between like uh the eastern and the western traditions is and there are some Eastern esoteric traditions that are grounded. I'm not, I'm generalizing and sweeping. So just, you know, like, I don't know. I'm Put your big girl that. pants on and realize that's what's going on. Yeah. Yep. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. But like, you know, I have learned that like in Western traditions, there is like when I read Steiner, when I look into like some of the like when I read Young, you know, when I get into some of that work, it's all very mm-hmm. like it's actually it's not action oriented, but it is kind of. It's like you don't lose ever track with your it's very chop wood, carry water. You do your daily life in the swing of this. Yes. Like it, and you know, Rudolf Steiner calls it the fire trial and the water trial. And the fire trial is where everything falls mm. apart in your life. And where you're like, oh my gosh, you know, and you have this like whole new level of awakening, right? And then the water trial is where you have to integrate back into life, you know? And I think that there is a part of this, even though this is a game or like this is the matrix or whatever, maybe we're all in pods already. That's my, that's my theory. That's how I feel about it. But like, you know, maybe that's true, but I still feel like my steps here matter, even if this is like the wheel of samsara or like the false incarnation, you know, like, I don't know, just, yeah. So yeah, it all matters. It's, it all matters. That's, it's crazy to me to think that we could live in 2022 or whatever year it is and whatever continent you're on, uh, that we could have all this time that has passed and that you, you have an effect on people and at the end of the day, people, animals, like there's, there's energetic things that occur. There's connections, there's interferences, there's all that stuff. And to be like, that doesn't matter is crazy because Mm -hmm. our, as we learn from Celine Dion, the heart will go on, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I think she said it best. Uh, But you know, like, that's true. We, we live on through our love and people and, you know, you don't have to have kids to genetically or to live on in your kind of epigenetic sort of way. Genetically, you do need to have kids if you want to live on, unfortunately. But um, other than that, you can really like leave your, your heart signature on the world with, you know, just your actions. And that's Mm -hmm. things mattering. That's matter. Totally. Let's talk about Kanye and the economy. (laughs) Oh, I love the segue. Um, Things that we were going to talk about before. And I think it's a great segue, actually, because the field of the heart 
rules the realm of love and money. So if you want your money to be right, you better heal your heart. Damn, that ain't the truth. Um, (laughs) Well, it's funny because it's like there's a balance of that. And then there's the people who have like terrible hearts and like definitely extract way too much money. And there's people with great hearts who have no money because, you know, but I do... I think your heart, your energy, your blood, your money are all very much related. I was just talking to a banker friend of mine who is very much biting her nails these days. Um, And we were just kind of talking about how it's all sort of caught up. And especially now, um, what was her take? Well, her take is that things are going to be a little rocky for a while. And yeah, I know it's her take is basically what we knew a year ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not as the heist. Um, well, you know, when you brought it up earlier, I wanted to, it, it goes back so far, this like, uh, deal <laughs> with the, the pandemic, right? Because so yeah. much of that, as we know, was just like the beginning of the heist and the precursor for the heist. That's right. And as, if we, as we've come to learn this last week over in the Netherlands, I believe the PM, but don't, I'm not sure. He essentially had a Pfizer exec on the, uh, oh the God, stand and they essentially, and I hope this doesn't get us banned because it actually happened and we have it on video with the gold pill. Uh, the the Pfizer exec essentially says that they they were lying about the the efficacy. They were lying about the protection. There was no way they could have known. Um, for all the people listening, you already knew this. We know you already knew this. Yeah, That's we... why it's frustrating. But for some people, this is what they needed to hear. No, and so for we're some people, learning. They're still in denial, which is crazy. But whatever. <sighs> yeah. sorry i I don't mean to be polarized but no no it's wild it is wild to watch people just yeah do their own um psychological cartwheels to figure (laughs) things out um but so but that was the beginning of the heist and now we're learning now that the heist was in fact a heist that like all this stuff was just sort of made up and like it's becoming concrete in in the ether if that makes any sense even like going back to like March of 2020 and like dissecting the CARES Act, right? Like mm-hmm. if you look at that, I know that there's so many people that want to say like, like st- stimulus money and okay, boomer. Like I'm not really here for that. I think like, honestly, like out of all of the things, all of the fucking terrible things that the United States government decides to spend money on. If it's going to spend money on the American people, like, so that they can get through this, like, emergency that's been imposed on them, then I'm going to be like, uh, yes, that sounds like a win for humans. But the majority of that money actually went to bail out a bunch of different corporations and a bunch of different industries. And guess who signed that? That. Uh, the CARES Act was trust the plan Trump, you know? So, oh yeah. Love him. Well, you love know, that. Yeah. I don't love that because I'm like, you know. No, I don't. Yeah. Of course, it's so nice that like we all got whatever, but it is like we all got whatever. And that was like our pity money for like what else was spent and like the amount of, okay, like, even like last year 
like I remember posting about this on my like shitty memeing Instagram where like I just ramble about things that bother me (laughs) where I remember seeing like a billion dollars being signed to go to Israel to like effectively build a dome to cover them from any external threats now I am a like savage anti-imperialist and Israel is an imperial nation okay so that's all I'm saying like Israel is America is China is Russia is it is what it is so whatever but I just feel that like that for us to send a billion dollars to Israel even then was flagging me as a red flag when we were just building a dome to cover them from like you know obscure warfare that most American people aren't even aware exists because they're so fucking like uninformed and that's not their I don't even honestly like most people are just so ensnared in everyday life and day-to-day living that they just want to like make their money and like be able to pay their bills and feed their family so I'm really not mad about it obviously I take it up with like the media because it's very like so I just went on a long rant but my point is that you can't spend money like this like we have spent a third of the U.S. like whatever like a third a third of all U.S. dollars I think that have been printed have been printed since March of 2020 so that's like how you intentionally collapse an economy and I'm just here to say that like over 26 countries that are like major countries are now not trading in the U.S. dollar because the value of the dollar is going down okay and like you know I remember and I'm sorry to go on such a long ass rant girl and I'm almost done but like am I though I don't know I remember like hearing someone when I said the Russian currency was devalued like this was in like March of 2022 I remember hearing that and like that means disaster for people if the like if the currency is quote-unquote officially devalued that's not a good thing that's like that's like hyperinflation that goes real quick you know so I was like fuck dude what are the Russian people gonna do because that's kind of how I think I just don't want anybody to fucking suffer you know so (laughs) so I'm I'm saying like the Russian currency got devalued that's a big deal and somebody was like good (gasps) because of Putin and I was like what the fuck is wrong with you like that's gonna be you that's gonna be you real soon and you're not gonna like it so you know so that's how so I'm just saying like this is a long long heist there's been billions of dollars sent to obviously Ukraine and it's frustrating but also like I know that people will be fine because people ultimately do the best that they can always with what they have you know always but I don't know it's just frustrating girl sorry did I just like I just talked for like seven minutes. (laughs) No, I love when you go on, when you go off like the queen that you are. Um, 
the i think okay so there's something weird going on with our currency right now because yeah every other country is the, how does this work we are being devalued because of inflation but because of like the way that inflation and devaluation is happening in other countries like especially in europe right now mm -hmm. the way that it has been explained to me is that people with the american dollar will be able to go over the people who can afford to go over to europe which i've never been and they're going to have a great time spending money because the American dollar is like for the first time ever going to go a lot further than the British pound. So there are places in which oh. the dollar is still very strong. Sure. But that's um, and also you have to think like we will we will we will start we the country will start wars in the name of the dollar. So right. like the, so the, the idea that the U.S. economy, the 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 world police that is, you know the united states uh according to trey and matt from south park uh that is uh that is something that they're going to defend their currency and so it's i i don't see it as being like i think it'll get a lot tougher for a lot of people i think it's not going to be like fun but i definitely think of all the countries to be in um currently this subject to change united states is like right now not necessarily the worst one fine economically economically there's other things that make united states a pretty tough place to live right now but economically is not the main squeeze so i actually agree with that and i know that i went on a long rant but for them to crash the u.s economy is obviously going to take a while right but this like this energy that you're like what you're talking about like sri lanka has sorry i have like oh it's casanova okay i was like hmm, something going on all right but like sri lanka like other countries i mean iran right now is crazy because women don't want to wear a hijab you know like from what i'm told yeah there's a lot going on in other parts of the world. And I know that like, so what, one thing that I think this is just what my spirit tells me is that like when Europe really, really, really goes like, that's when we should kind of watch out a little bit more over our resources. That's just kind of like what I've felt into. And I also feel yeah, I mean, there's this like looming like central bank, like programmable digital currency. And we all saw through like this past week with PayPal and with Kanye. I mean, you know, these are two extreme examples, mm -hmm. but we saw what would happen with digital currency where like it is kind of like thought word mind policing and super creepy dude like not into it not into it yeah um on the last prima donnas i sort of called um well with the bank debanking kanye i sort of likened it to the new church the money yeah and that the moral code would be the social credit and so the new world religion isn't necessarily going to involve any entities or any avatars or I think we're maybe 
but i think we're more or less looking at like the almighty um dollar or whatever the oh, word yeah. is for dollar in every language because it'll dinero it's going to be that and so i could be totally wrong but the moral code with the social <laughs> credit really seems to like solidify Ugh. that we're going we're we're shooting for that and the centralized the whole i mean how much it's it i mean it just kind of no like way. stinks of yeah um but you know here's the good news go ahead this is the thing yes if if you're like so this whole thing from day one for me has been about two things it's been about fucking well three things it's been about financial reset it's been about artificial intelligence and it's been about war and like I have been like beating this drum, boom, 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 since, you know, and it's like, oh, the fucking like ridicule that I endured. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. But like, this is something that's like on our front door. And I just want to shake people who, I mean, not really, not really like in hypothetical. (laughs) I just want to like, you know, I just heard a very strange noise that's crazy yeah it's not on my end because i was muted i just anyway so i'll try to edit that out but like i was just gonna say that like the cbdc thing is on our door so what are we gonna do you know well like here go ahead in terms of like people should like vaguely generally like wake up and like realize like the threat to civil liberty that that is and human rights and freedom um, absolutely and we just posted yes yeah, something on the gold pill where it was basically a girl saying thank you next to paypal because she was like thank you for demonstrating to the world what would happen under a cbdc rule That's right. and um what I realized, okay, so I felt really cool. We felt very cool. We all should have felt very cool during this whole <laughs> PayPal thing because here it is. Gold Pill has kind of a reach. And that's Gold Pill is all of us. So Gold Pill has kind of a reach. And there's lots oh. of people that look at it. And not once did Gold Pill say cancel your PayPal account. But I know that after we shared that, among all of the rest of the internet sharing that stuff that was memed Mm -hmm. it was not primarily us it was us in conjunction with a whole team of like-minded people that never even had to talk about it that people just canceled their paypal and then it was like hey venmo's part of this too and then people canceled their venmo and then paypal had to respond within 48 hours by saying oh no we were just kidding and so i was like whoa people are getting it sort of in real time that they have the power and so that was really exciting for me Mm. to see people step up and really um you know not to say they're not going to try again and not to say that it's not going to work in the future. Right. But right now, this time it worked and we're really like, these are the ways that it's going to be decided. Like people don't even understand maybe right now, how important these little tiny movements and actions are. We are literally paving the way for a new world right now. Now I'm in my world, in my imagination that has people, it has places, it has 3d, it has internet, physical places. 
it's all of it it's it's everything we have now but better and more and everyone's like happier and stuff so yeah. that's what I imagine but um yeah that's what was that's, and so I think that that's how we get there is we pave brick by brick we pave brick you know by battle brick, by girl. battle yeah we pave the road to like a better tomorrow and so what we did this last weekend was as a collective we heard about it we were like Back that home. sounds lame yeah and everyone i saw the graph people mistook that graph that i posted for like the stock prices the stock value wasn't even available at that point because it's the weekend there was no trading that was all the amount of money they held and it was like a straight downhill so everyone just took their money out of the bank of paypal and was like f you to the yeah. point that they were trying to stop people from my account, i can't i can't cancel my paypal right now exactly so that's how yeah. they're quote-unquote fighting back right so this is an ongoing thing but for right now it was removed from the proposed contract and also we have in the, another reason why this thing with kanye and the banks is so important this is what they have it's... to do to getcha this is how lame they are mm -hmm. yeah no they really they really are lame and it's such it's such a, a drastic move and you know um Nish and I were talking about Kanye perhaps opening a bank, but I believe as of today, by the end of mm -hmm. the year, he's in the talks to buy Truth Social, which I'm sure is a whole swindle. Oh, I thought own. he was in the talks to buy Parlor. He's oh, you're right, right, because Truth Social is Trump. I'm not, I'm not a part of either of these communities. God bless it. But um, he should really like just kind of going back to to Kanye and back to his astrology. So he's a cancer rising and i noticed that like some of the people in the public eye that are very cancerian are very pro-life and pro-birth like so um like elon musk is very deeply concerned about dropping fertility rates right and he's a cancer and i just think that's very interesting you know and so kanye is a cancer rising he has his son in Gemini so that kind of brings back like that it is like Lucifer Anki like trickster like you're not sure which version you're gonna get today kind of like moody a little bit right his son is in the 12th house actually and like in the 12th house in astrology it's like what goes unseen and Gemini is the voice right so in a lot of what you said about like his voice the voice the black voice the voice of humanity the voice of reason whatever it is like kind of getting squeezed um you know what his main message is that is definitely not being seen and being misconstrued like you said right that really shows up in his astrology chart and then also he's a pisces moon girl you know i'm a pisces moon pisces moon people are like prophetic actually and like usually pretty intuitive so the 12th house is naturally connected to Pisces so he's more like a water sign actually and very like sensitive than I think you know he is even a like a Gemini but I feel that right now like I really want him to like tread really carefully even if he is like a puppet playing a role because he is like on a straight line to getting Hillary Clinton to like his astrology looks really weird for that right now. 
like Mars is taking a retrograde station, like in his 12th house over his sun come October. It's just, it looks mm, mm, like not good, you know? So I hope that like he stays away from talking about them Jays, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, but for real, like if he, I think, I just think he's got a target on his back and I just want him to like, not like fuck it up for himself by going unconscious and by saying the things out of you know it's like yeah um i agree with you and i hope that he knows how to leave certain hornets nests a little bit untouched for a while Yeah. yeah but i also think that in you know stirring up these hornets nests the various hornets nests that he has kicked uh there are people who are interested in what he has to say not because they agree with him but because they are interested in someone protecting free speech in this time and um i think there are a lot more people coming out of the woodwork that are going to be supporting him now will these people be vocal on twitter i don't believe so i think the people who are going to be vocal are going to be very anti kanye yeah and that's okay too loudest Um, shrilling voice in the room right but blue check marks yeah yeah yeah. i mean i do think that some of this stuff like we'll get into on patreon that kanye brought up is relevant but it's in a way that like it kind of it 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 goes back to what we talk about a lot which is the right wing swing that's what that like it's it's all coded like I sent you that picture with Trump and we'll post that picture on the Patreon we'll do a little you know we'll we'll talk about it you know a little assessment yeah because it's interesting right that it's interesting that you know he's talking about what he's talking about but then he also is so very MAGA which doesn't make any sense because Trump is one of the most Israel first presidents that we've ever had (laughs) as like an imperialist nation it's very funny because um yeah the more that you listen to kanye the more that you or i really get a sense for the fact that he i don't even think he's really in omega i think he's into owning property i think he's into uh personal ownership of things i think that he's into like empire building and i think that he's into people being able to to quote unquote matter right yeah and so so much of the stuff that he does um it is i think there's definitely the the level of the lasagna if you will that is coded and dog whistling and then there's also levels of like i do what i want and no one's gonna stop me yeah yeah when i look at like objectively the energy of maga and not the energy of like the q stuff but like which i want to talk about that too on the patreon and how that's linked into the right wing swing how that's linked into the stuff that kanye is talking about like and you know really just like we're gonna we're gonna really go in on it tomorrow but um but yeah i think like that it's the the people that I know in my personal life who voted for Trump in the 2020 election way more than people in 2016 by the way 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 more in my own personal field but like 
they just wanted to be able to have a choice to like refuse a medical intervention and like wanted to be able to still because there he is a symbol of prosperity whether you like it or not and there comes a point in time where you realize that the health of an economy does like lead into the health of the people that are in the nation with that economy you know does not mean that I absolutely you're gonna find out on this patreon that I am not pro-trump and I will tell you why but um you know it's but it is like you know I can see why people think that it's like Trump equals prosperity and you actually see a lot of clips of people being interviewed just on the street and you know the things that they are affected by and it's mostly like gas prices food prices right like and that's kind of like what that's what people need to like sustain their lives to go to work like and it kind of goes back to that whole survival thing right like people that's what people need to do their life and to provide for their families and that should be I think taken as like the most important thing you know for people Mm -hmm. to be able to be able to do what they need to do to be able to have what they need to have and there's all different belief systems of how that can be accomplished and you know yeah Trump is sort of I think that he really was like an icon for um a symbol of the way that America ran and people's very foggy nostalgia like it wasn't he's not actually a symbol of the way things were the 80s were not like patently great for everybody Mm -hmm. right there was a lot of things that were terrible about the 80s but if you with the the Vaseline lens like the blurry lens of nostalgia I think he made the 80s seem really great you know we were seeing those clips from him with like Macaulay Culkin and Home Alone and (laughs) We were really just like getting like those yeah. like member berries and like uh and I think that made people feel a certain way. Trump, um, you know, uh <laughs> there's a lot that can be said. He is a really divisive character. Um, if I yeah, one of the one of the most awesome things I just saw was George Carlin talking about how he really learned to get along in the world better when he kind of let go of how it was going to turn out and just was kind of like here for the bread and circus of it all. Oh my god, I don't totally. Think that's, I don't think that's always the way to look at it, but with Trump um, and with things that really trigger a lot of the the people, it's kind of the best way to look at it, which is what is he doing? He's just being ridiculous. I um, grifting hella hard right now. I, yeah, I can't think of anything. I mean, I can. I, I can't think of anything worse for the country than a ticket that has Trump and Biden on it. I can't. I'm honestly like, I not that I think politics are any of the answers, but I'm like, I there is no way that ticket is helping yeah. anybody. And so, not that again, it doesn't. It never helps anyone, but this one especially helps no one. And so, yeah. I am. Um, it's I'm like, sort of. It yeah, is sort of on the like. I think that definitely like it and what we're going to get into this tomorrow uh, on the Patreon, because I think some things should be held behind closed doors. I do feel like there will be a Trump return. I -hmm. saw this thing that uh, in like, it was like a, I don't know. It was like a graphic and it was, it said the return of the dawn. Right. And it showed Trump with a, like uh a 
crown of thorns, basically, right? So even just to look at that alone, that makes it look that, okay, so I have my prophecy brain always working. That looks to me, right, like Christ's return, except he is a person that is of the world, right? And so I'm like, oh my God, like I, I think that like in maybe 2020 at some point, I was like, I think Trump is the antichrist. (laughs) And we're going to talk about that tomorrow, girl. We're going to go in on the right wing swing for quote unquote common sense and quote unquote reason and quote unquote uh, question mark, like to live like, you know, like it's like, oh my God, it's like those slightly better pill of like a man is a man and a woman is a woman or like, you know, just things that like people are like, tired of and fed up with like and I think that there's a snare there there's a snare there there um I know we have to get going and before we get into Patreon for tomorrow there's one last so I saw a clip and it was like the most Weimar it was recent and I thought it was like from yesterday so I, I thought it was a recent clip from like the new election cycle and it was very Weimar Republic vibes, very much like the the oompa oompa of like a, a polka sound and it sounded like these little girls singing and it was like a pro-Trump, pro-freedom, like very, ick. it was, mm-hmm. but it was like so pure, it was icky. And I'm telling you, I used to, when I was a kid, I was in cabaret and we played like in the kids chorus and the, it, it's, it was an added in thing because it's normally there's no kids in that show. And the way they did the kids for the show was the way that these kids were done for like the propaganda, the Trump propaganda. Hmm. And so I show it to friend of the pod, uh, Andy, and he goes, yeah, that was from a couple years ago. Cause we had a, a comedian that we both really liked talking about it. And I was like, Oh shit, that's true. And I'm realizing that even though I was not mega at all, and I was not even into Trump at all, I didn't see it at the time it came out as fucking scary as I did this time when I thought it was for this. Because it's like, I think my like clown blinders were on. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm like, this is so ridiculous. How could this be true? Whereas this time I was like, oh, this is true. There's some weird stuff. And Look, everyone's got flaws, but I'm just saying if you are literally hearkening to like a like literally a musical style from the 1940s, a musical polka style that yeah. these like blonde children are just it was so weird. It was a time warp. Oh, it was these ick, blonde and... children. Oh, interesting. Yeah, no, there's a whole there's a whole oof. I I cannot yeah. wait. And that's for the Patreon. Yes. Because we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about like, you know. (sighs) Yeah. We're going to talk about some spicy stuff. We're going to come up. Join us. Join us on the Patreon. um, Yes. For we're going to dissect. I think that it would be really cool to look at like Trump deeper and Kanye and just all of this because. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah, because I've been studying the reason that we're going to talk about this tomorrow on the Patreon, just before we get off here, is that I've been studying the Talmud and the Torah and the Zohar, which are 
um and Kabbalah, which that's uh you know, I've just I've been studying everything. I'm rereading the Quran. I read the Old Testament and the New Testament this year. Like I'm just reading everything. And so as someone who is like obsessed with prophecy, you know, there is a Jayish prophecy and I've been studying it. So we're going to get into Jayish prophecy and we're going to get into like, you know, what some of the rabbis that like assist the UN and things like, you know, this right have to say about Trump and how that ties in with that creepy, like blonde haired pocus children's situation that you were just talking about. Absolutely. We're going to link it all up and we're going to go there and yeah, I'm excited. So I'm excited too. Thank you so much for being here, listening with myself and Mare today. If you're interested in finding us, you can find us on Instagram at take the gold pill. You can find me at she's Amy D or Meredith at Meredith's lucky stars all on Instagram. Bye. Thank you. Bye.